I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. With Daniel coming back, what does that mean for you? I was very pleased about that. Obviously, he's the type of individual you want representing your franchise. He had a terrific year last year. Um, He's still young. uh, And I think if we put the right pieces around him, there's no limit as to how high he can climb. So uh, I was very pleased about that. Obviously, for your franchise, the Super Bowl is always the ultimate goal. So what's your confidence level that he can be the guy that can get you there? We, we, we're very confident in that. Again, you got to put the right pieces around him. He can't do it all uh, by himself. But uh, I think he showed um, how good a quarterback he can be last year. Um, and if we can, can, can continue to improve our roster, I, I think there's no limit as to as to how well he can play. And he has the, the type of mentality you want to. He, he works hard. He's a great leader. Uh, players really gravitate towards him. So he's exactly what you want under center. John, you, apparently you spoke to Daniel um, before the deal was done. At some yes. point you had, what, 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 just, you know, was that normal for you? And how, well, why did you feel you, you, know, you wanted to? Um, I don't know. I, I spoke to him. I spoke to him as the negotiations first started, and then I spoke to him. I believe that you know, the day that he uh, actually signed just emphasized to him how much we wanted him here, wanted him to be a giant, and uh, how I felt it was in his best interest to, to sign the deal and, and stay here. We're, we're finally going to give you some continuity, which we haven't been able to do since uh, we drafted you, and uh, we have a chance um, you know, to build this roster now and be a successful team, and we want you to be a part of it. And It was a good conversation, and uh, I was very pleased, as I said before, that he ended up signing the deal. When the numbers were rising like that, you know, I mean, the numbers are important to you, obviously. <laughs> um, what did you think when the numbers were rising? It was not anything that we didn't expect. We were certainly aware of what the uh, quarterback market has become. And uh, um, you, know, you always have to go through this, this process with your best players. I mean, you're trying to preserve as much cap space as you can so you can build the best possible team that you can. On the other hand, you know the player wants to make the the best deal for himself. And but Daniel, uh, to his credit, was also concerned about uh, us having the ability to be able to add pieces around him. And uh, so from from that point of view, it really was not that difficult a negotiation. I mean, we've been through worse, believe me. John, how concerned are you about Saquon's situation and, and his happiness? Given listen, we, you know, we we want. I told Saquon this too. I, we want him to be a giant for his entire career, if that's possible. We'd love to have him. Um, you know, he, he again provides uh, leadership. He's a great player. 
Uh, we'd like to get something done with them at some point. The running market, running back market is what it is right now. I'm still hopeful that at some point we'll be able to come to an agreement with them. Is there any chance you guys would rescind the tag? I don't think so, no. What do you want to see happen with Leonard Williams? Because he's a guy who seems to his cap it I think, is. Yeah, I think, I mean, Leonard's been a terrific player for us, and he's been terrific off the field, and he's been a really good locker room guy. In terms of working out the cap numbers, that's up to Joe. You think Leonard will be back? Yes. Definitely. Right, it sounds like he's Is the sun going to come out tomorrow? Yeah. Definitely. I, I don't know. I, hope I, so. yeah, I expect Leonard to <laughs> gotcha. be back, yes. Thanks. John, you went, you went into last season not sure Daniel was your guy. At what point during the season were you? Well, I mean, I had a lot of confidence that he was our guy. But, I mean, uh, we obviously made the decision not to exercise a fifth-year option. And um, I couldn't have been more pleased that he played as well as he did. And I think it became a pretty, pretty apparent by mid-season anyway, that, that he was going to be the guy. You could just see he was playing with more confidence. I think he believed in the offensive system that we had there. And uh, just watching the way the players reacted to him, to uh, I think gave us all a lot of confidence that he was the guy. How much credit for his play this year goes to Dable and the coaching staff? I, I, they, they get a huge amount of credit uh, uh, for that. I think he had a lot of confidence in the system that we were using. and. Um, you know, he, Dave just has a way of uh, inspiring confidence in players, and I think he deserves a lot of the credit for that. You talk about seeing the confidence in Daniel grow. I guess, how have you really seen him change since his rookie year and evolve? I, I think he's become more of a leader now. I mean, he's not a guy that yells and screams or anything, but but nobody works harder than he does. Um, he, he players gravitate towards him. He you know brings them out for extra work. He, so he's always with the last guy off of the practice field uh, every day. I think. That type of example is what you want from your highest paid player. How much did last season's success like kind of change expectations going forward? I mean, do you see like the NFC's maybe wide open? Like you see a chance to take another big jump? Well, you know, I'm not going to make any predictions on that. I obviously feel much better about our team now than I did a year ago. Obviously, though, our division uh, is much tougher. Uh, so uh, we'll see. Um, I think we have the pieces in place to, to continue to improve and ultimately you know, contend for a championship. What, what are you most pleased about that you've done so far this offseason, and what are you most concerned about with still, obviously, a draft ahead? I mean, I think we still have some, some holes to fill. Uh, you know, we could, you could always use more players, but um, I think we have made improvements. We've added some receivers, um, added some defensive pieces. Um, I think one of the things that concerned me last year was, uh, you know, our, our inability to stop the run. It just seemed like it was second and two all the time and it's pretty hard to live that way um, all season so I think that the players that we added there will help us and if you can start to consistently stop the run then you can kind of unleash the pass rushers and uh, you know those are some of our best players right now so I think we've made strides I think there's you know you're never a finished product and we certainly are not one and you know fortunately we have 10 uh, draft picks and uh, I have a lot of confidence in Joe and his staff that we're going to add some good players there too. What do you think your receiver room right now? Our receiver room is, I think, is better than it was a year ago. Um, you know, we may end up adding somebody else in the draft uh, or possibly another free agent. I don't know yet, but um, I feel better about it than I did a year ago. Are you open to bringing Odell back? Um, yeah, I, I, we certainly haven't closed that door. Um, and again, that's going to be up to to Joe and, and Dave's. Uh, I certainly would. Would, would be in favor of that if they can make it work, but uh, that's always the trick.
your, your grand, your uh, members of the family still have their jerseys. They've, they've, they've um, made their, they've made their um, intentions clear in terms of their wishes. Are there, yes. You know, the, the, the grandfather has to buy new jerseys. They yes, can't, that's okay. That's it, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was your reaction to uh, David McKinney's accent? And did that impact how you view him going forward? Because obviously, he's a guy who could be up for an extension. No, I don't think so. I, 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 I like Xavier. I think he's. Got a lot of leadership potential. He was in my office uh, when he came back and was, you know, very contrite, very sorry. I think a little bit embarrassed about what, but it was an accident, and accidents happen. And he's a really good kid, good player, and he's somebody that we want uh, as a part of our future. Was it hard to let Julian go in terms of a leadership guy? It, it was. It was very difficult. You know, there are guys that you lose every year in this business. It's just part of the business, but. You know, I remember when Dalvin Tomlinson left, how I felt about that. Uh, Julian, I feel the same way. Nick Gates, I mean, guys that you really uh, have personal feelings for and who are good people and uh, who are good locker room guys. You hate to see them go, but, you know, you can't keep everybody. Were you surprised by that one, that you guys weren't able to get together because it seemed like he was such a giant? I, I, I thought we'd be able to retain him, but um, it, it didn't work out that way, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, um, you know, because he really is a quality uh, young man. You yeah, say, with regard to Saquon, the running back market is what it is right now. Like, is that the, the organization's message to him? I mean, is that... Well, I mean, our message to him is still that we very much want you back, uh, want you to be one of the leaders of this team, want you to be one of the faces of this franchise. But um, there's a limit as to how far we can go. I mean, we have to build a team around you. And, um, you know, we've gone just about as far as we can. But in How terms of that running back market, I mean, teams around the league are, are confronting the same thing. Running backs wanting to be paid. I mean, what, what do you say to a guy that I mean, you can say that maybe he should be paid more than that, but teams aren't paying running backs? Well, I mean, he's certainly aware of that, but, um, I mean, he adds a lot to our team, uh, not just as a running back. So uh, he is somebody that we want back, but there is a limit as to what we can do in that regard. When did you, you, last, when did you, last, when did you last speak to him? Um, probably about 10 days ago. How would you characterize his? We had a very good conversation. I told him how much I wanted him here. I wanted him to be a giant. My dream was to play his whole career as a giant, like Eli did, like Strahan did, like Tiki did. And I mentioned to him, look what they're doing off the field now. Um, and uh, I think I think he would like that as well. But you know, you just go through these these uh, negotiations with your better players. It, it, it's not the first time we've been through it, and. Um, I'm still hopeful at some point that we'll be able to get something done. He always has the right on the tag to stay away all offseason. Is that a concern for you that it could become a distraction if that's how it plays out? I mean, obviously, you'd rather have him in the building. Um, so, yeah, it would be a concern, but he has, you know, uh, whatever rights he has under the CBA, so he'll make his own decision. Is there any chance you would trade him in any scenario? I, you say, is there any chance? I don't want to trade him. Um, we're not looking to trade him. We're not shopping him. And uh, I'd be very surprised if we made that decision. How would you characterize his state of mind towards being tagged? And what, is he open to options, or does he still want what I, he wants? I, I don't think he was thrilled about being tagged, but um, you know, he's a professional. He understands the business. And again, I'm still hopeful that we'll be able to come to an agreement with him. What were your main takeaways from the two playoff games, both positive and negative? Well, it was, it was you know, a great feeling uh, for me and for our organization to finally win a playoff game. Um, then we had kind of a crash landing the following week, and it, you know, kind of reinforced to us that we have a long way to go to 
uh, be able to win that division and, and you know, get into the championship games. John, uh, last year you did something, you did a departure from what you usually do. You hired someone from the outside, you know, any, you know, guy with no ties to your organization. Um, a year later, um, you want to be very involved. You're always, you know, an involved guy, owner, you're in the building. Um, do you find yourself maybe, not allowing, but do you kind of, you, do you trust Joe and Brian enough that you'll kind of like, I trust that they, that it's in good hands. I don't have to micromanage everything. Maybe. Well, I don't really think I ever micromanage anything. I always have operated under the philosophy that if the head coach and the general manager agree on a personnel decision, then uh, I'm going to approve it unless it's some sort of conduct issue. And I can't even remember the last time that happened. But do I have a lot of confidence in the two of them? Yes, I do. Their communication is excellent, um, which is you, you have to have in order to be successful. So. Um, I mean, I'm still just as involved. I mean, Joe and I talk on a regular basis, but uh, I do have a lot of confidence that, that he has the best interest of the team in mind, and he makes decisions based on the long term, not on the short term. Did, did, did bringing in an outsider help just rejuvenate things, do you think? It, it, it yeah. definitely did help um, because he was coming from a successful system. Um, he turned over uh, a number of people in our scouting area, made a lot of improvements there. Um, and uh, it definitely was a big help bringing in somebody from the outside, particularly one from a successful system uh, like Buffalo. The coordinators were obviously in demand on the head coaching circuit. Did, I mean, and they came back. Did you do anything as far as extensions, raises with them to? No, I mean, they're still under the same contracts that they've been under. And I, I hope for both of their sakes, because they're both really good people and both deserving of being head coaches, you know, hopefully that will work out for them uh, next year. But I was not disappointed <laughs> to have them both back, believe me. What did you view as the primary reasons why you guys got back to the playoffs last year? I think, um, you know, Brian Dable coming in and Joe Shane coming in, them being on the same page, the communication that they had. Um, I think adding the draft picks that we, and the free agents that we added last year. Um, you know, even the guys that were minimum salary guys, I mean, were big helpless. But Daniel being healthy. Uh, and playing as well as he did. I think all of those factors contributed to us. Saquon having a big year. Uh, all of those factors uh, contributed uh, to our success. Dexter Lawrence becoming one of the top defensive linemen in the league. There were a lot of different factors like that. Guys really stepped up uh, and played well. What do you see in from Brian? It's good, Dion. Where'd it go? Seen from Brian and Joe this time of year, this year, as opposed to their first go around. A little more relaxed um, at these meetings. Um, and, uh, you know, they're both confident. And, you know, the great thing about them is they're, they're very easy people to work with. And they, uh, everybody in the building feels that way people from the business side to downstairs in the locker room. Uh, they're great communicators and uh, likable people. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're in a good position right now. We just have to add, add a few more players and then hopefully stay healthy and, and you know, see what happens.